there's a meditative word for our Wednesday evening found in the book of John, the 19th chapter. And if you're at home, just turn in your Bibles. I'll give you time to pick up your Bible and uh, simply read along with me. Uh, that is the 19th chapter, 17th verse, just specifically the 19th chapter and the 17th verse. And it reads, and he bearing his cross went forth into a place of a skull, which is called in the Hebrew Golgotha. Some call it Golgotha. There are two names of it, uh, but we know it best by Golgotha. The Living Bible simply uh, illuminates our scripture for this evening as the book of John, the 19th chapter, 17th verse, simply says, carrying the cross by himself, he went to the place called the place of the skull again. In the Hebrew, it, it translates Golgotha. My brothers and my sisters, if we had to tag this meditation for this evening and this evening hour, it will, I would simply say, cross walking through Lent. Let us cross walk through Lent. My brothers and my sisters, when we begin to think about Lent, I, I, I think of it in terms of the cross, where we are as we begin. But if you are familiar with a, a, a cross or crosswalk, uh, we might know that a crosswalk is, is something as we cultivate an attempt to acquire or develop a clear and succinct and a, a topical or a typical design in our minds, we will simply look at a crosswalk which usually requires paint uh, on a sidewalk. It requires lines in the street and the lines are drawn for our safety. The lines uh, we walk between, as we know and we've seen, as we've seen some workers freshly painting, that uh, mark the road where pedestrians have the right-of-way to cross. And, and picture that in your mind, picture that in your mind. And I, I just want to go from there to this. As we are exemplifying Christ, uh, as we begin Lent, we're exemplifying Christ as Christians. For the next 40 days, we intend, and we should intend, to bless God and walk a sacrificial walk for Christ. Well, we might say, well, why? why? Why should we do so much in the next 40 days? I, why should I refrain from the refrigerator? Why should I refrain from going so much to the grocery store? 
why should I refrain from all of this? Well, why, why should I do this? Why should, well, you as a Christian should know. You say, why, why, why? Well, uh, I should tell you why. This is the why. Uh, the why is because Christ did so much for you and for me. Well, what are you going to say? Well, you say, why, why, why? Again, why? I want to simply say why is because it's a, it's a us thing. It's a us thing. All right. It's a us thing. Because Christ has done so much. My brothers and sisters, Come on, Christ has done so much. so much. He didn't have to do it, but he did. He didn't have to serve us. He didn't have to minister to us. He didn't have to touch us. He didn't have to heal us. He didn't have to get rejected by us. He didn't have to pray for us. He didn't have to get whipped up for us. He didn't have to pick up a cross for us. He didn't have to carry a cross for us. He didn't have to hang on that cross for us. He didn't have to go to and be put in Joseph's borrowed tomb for us. But he did it. And he got up out of the tomb for us. For us. Oh. So that's the why. So as we are walking 40 days, we are walking this walk because in our minds, because of the crosswalk. That's the why. And as we're Christians, as you look at that crosswalk, even on the sidewalk, as, as Christ has laid it, on Golgotha, Christ drew the lines on what we know Calvary's hill, on Skull Hill. Christ drew the lines. So we say, why? Why? Well, I'm going to tell you why. He drew the lines because we can walk in between the lines. Because there's a crosswalk that we can walk for, for these next days. Well, you say, why? 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 We can walk these lines. What are the lines? Grace lines, mercy lines, loving kindness and tender mercy lines. He, he, he didn't have to do it for us, those kind of lines. We are walking with Christ through this Lenten season, through that crosswalk. So we thank God. We thank God for this crosswalk. Thank you, sir. Through Lent, we thank God for this victory. Thank through you. Lent, we thank God. But let me tell you this. No other person can walk your walk. You have to walk it by yourself. You have to walk that crosswalk by yourself. For there, it's not easy to walk that kind of walk, but we have to walk it. Well, I'm, 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 I'm done right now. I'm done. I'm done. But before I close, there's a graphic, uh, uh, there's a graphic uh, illustration. Uh, there was a wealthy old man who was attempting to catch a passenger jet from California to New York. He, he, as he prepared to board, this wealthy man uh, was boarding the plane. He heard the janitor grumble under his voice. He, he said, uh, he said, uh, he grumbled, he said, that, that old man probably never worked a day in his life. And he passed, and the old wealthy man passed by uh, the janitor. Then next he passed by the ticket taker. And the ticket taker had a similar, similar uh, moaning under his, her voice. 
And then he, uh, the man walked by the shoe shine man. Walked by the shoe shine man, and and the uh, the man, the man, old wealthy man, took note as he was walking by the shoe shine man. He was grumbling the same kind of uh, stuff, just grumbling, grumbling under his voice. What's this rich old man? He ain't never worked a day in his life. Well, this man took note, and as he took note of the three that complained about him, uh, once he left uh, California and got to New York. He sent a registered letter to each of the three that complained. He sent them a registered letter. And it was saying uh, that uh, if you could come to my office a week from now, all right. I will give you a million dollars if you come from California to New York one week from now. At a certain particular time, I will give you $12 million. That's what you will be a recipient of. But if you are one minute late, if you are one minute late, you will forfeit the $1 million. So my brothers and sisters, a week later, the janitor was in the office. He came to that office in New York, walked through that office. He was weary, he was red-eyed, and he was all Tuck it out. And uh, next, the ticket taker was there too. And the old man noticed that his clothes were tattered and torn. And uh, the next one, the shoeshine man, made it. And he was badly bruised. Mm. Now, as the old man had the uh, uh, recipient's money and the checks in his hand, the old man, while holding the checks, he, he greeted each of the three men and he immediately recognized, as they immediately recognized that man. Well, the old man said, you know, I just want to ask you one thing, and you on time, and you're going to receive these gifts that I'm giving you. He said, well, how did you get here? How did you manage to get here? The janitor said, he said, I drove the entire distance for one week non-stop with just a little sleep. Then the ticket taker man, the ticket taker man said, he said, how did you get here? The ticket taker said, he said, I caught a ride and the man that I caught a ride at, he beat me up, he robbed me and left for dead. So I made it in here on crutches and a, on, a, on a one leg and a cast on one leg uh, and I broken a thumb but I made it here in New York. Well, the last was a shoeshine man. The shoeshine man, he said he, he, he was leaving California and his car broke down and he had to get on and he had to get on a train and he had to hide himself and the train was full of chickens and it was bound for New York. So by the time he got to the old man's office, he was smelly and hungry. And as he arrived, the old man uh, looked at him and he said, oh boy, you do smell. And old man simply handed each one a million dollars, a million dollars apiece, as he looked. And he simply said before they left, before they walked around, he said, I'll tell you why I'm doing this. He said, a week ago, you criticized me for walking into the airport on the basis of the way I looked. But today, 
you're millionaires and you're not looking like worth a dime. Mm -hmm. My brothers, I'm done, but let me say before I close, don't never judge a person by the way he looks on the outside. I want to have a God witnesses right there. If I, you were in here this, this yes, evening, I, I want to have a God witnesses right here because yes, you don't know the sacrifice that another person has made on his walk or her walk. John said it well when he said it something like this. And he, bearing his cross, went forth into a place called the skull, which is called in the Hebrew Golgotha. My brothers and sisters, in order to start crosswalking through Lent, you, you, you've got to go through the crosswalk and continue to walk the lines. But if you go through the crosswalk, we realize that Jesus had to go through that walk before us. All right, all so right. my brothers and sisters, because Jesus did it, Jesus. we don't have to do all of that. But all we have to do is accept Christ. Yes, sir. We have to walk through Lent and walk through the crosswalk. And as I go, as I leave you, I want to just say keep walking, keep, walking. keep talking, keep, talking. keep rejoicing, yes, keep praising, yes, keep hoping, keep moving, yes, but walk, but walk inside the lines. Because the hymn writer got it right when he said, uh, I, 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 I walk together, children. Don't you get weary. There's a great, great camp meeting in the promised land. God bless you and God keep you. Hello. I am Theophilus James Cavendish Jr. And some people call me Deacon Chip, or just Chip. And I'm the one that's usually behind the scenes, and I'm praying that things go smoothly and I don't mess up every single week. <laughs> and some of you may know, I'm not a preacher. And I sit at home and I basically talk to a four-year-old four and a two-year-old throughout the week. Yes. I don't talk to humans, <laughs> well, adult humans throughout the week, so bear with me. Um, the title my dad gave me was uh, The Crosswalk uh -huh. Through Lent. And I said, what you say? <laughs> and then he repeated it. And I said, I kind of got it. And then I was like, uh, can you explain what you mean by that? Uh -huh. And he said, you know, carrying the cross. Burdens, Lent, sacrifice, uh -huh. this time can be rough. And as you just heard his sermon, and he kind of changed it up. Uh -huh. And so I said, oh, okay. Um, I just wanted to make sure we were on the same page. So to carry a cross is a heavy burden. Uh -huh. uh, we all have heavy loads that we carry. Uh -huh. uh, but typically, to be honest, uh, the majority of us, have burdens and we're only concerned with the ones that we're dealing with. We're not worried about the burdens that other people are carrying. Uh -huh. Now, can you believe that it's been a year almost that we've been streaming live? Mm -hmm. Now, I remember 
last year, March of 2020, I was in Delaware, Maryland, and Kentucky. Uh -huh. I was enjoying myself. All while getting text messages and watching news updates about this coronavirus on American soil. Uh -huh. Then we heard that it was in Cleveland. And I said to my wife, man, we got to go back there. Uh -huh. And oh well, that's not going to stop our fun. And we prayed and we had fun. Now, coming back to Cleveland was crazy. Uh, our church was not exactly technologically advanced. So when the pandemic protocols were announced, we wondered what would happen. Our first actual live stream message was the last Sunday in March of 2020. Although the quality was poor, the message was out. It, the message got that's out. Right. That's right, that's right. Even though things seemed to be <clears throat> falling apart mm. everywhere around us. Yes. And some churches started shutting their doors. Wow. Yes. We were able to keep spreading the message. Yes. This pandemic has been something that most of us have never seen. Mm. We have never experienced anything like this in our lives. Whether you're married or single, yes. this moment in time has been quite unbearable. It has changed so much of our lives and created this loneliness in a world that is technologically connected. Some playgrounds still look like crime scenes. A lot of times, couples aren't able to support each other like they were accustomed. Somebody had a doctor's appointment, but only the one with the appointment was allowed to go into the back. Uh -huh. Some families were only able to view other members through cold glass. Loved ones passed without being able to feel the warmth of a hug before they breathe their last breath. The comfort that is given when we lay someone to rest was done from a distance. Oftentimes, we have been alone with our thoughts. All right. And we all know how scary some of our minds can be. Yeah, we seem to think that everything happens to us is everything that happens to us is the worst thing in the world. Uh -huh. Right. Come on, say uh -huh. it. Why? Say it. Because it's happening to us. Yes. Sir. When we talk about Lent, I think about Matthew 4. Right. That's when Jesus went into the wilderness to fast for 40 days. He went, he went to work on his relationship with God. But after some time, Satan decided to show up to try to, chip, to, try to tempt Jesus. Yes, sir. But you see, even though Satan came to Jesus yes. and tried to manipulate him, uh -huh. he didn't fall for it. Mm -hmm. After Jesus overcame the devil's attempts, mm -hmm. angels came and ministered to him. To me, this pandemic has been the wilderness. Satan has been trying to overwhelm us. All right. Uh -huh. But we know someone who beat him before. Yeah. Say, there you go. In this life, we need yeah. someone to help us along. Yes. Say. Someone yes. to help with those trials. Yes. Sir. Yes. To help with those temptations. All right. Uh huh. To help when those tests arrive. Yes. Sir. To help carry our burdens. Yeah. His name is Jesus. Yeah. You know, there you go. But you know what? Yes. That's really funny though. In those times, you think to yourself. I'm going to go work on my spirituality. There you All go. Right. I'm there going you go. to go get closer to God. Yeah. 
Then you get distracted. Mm. You know, mm. some of you are better than me. <laughs> Just say. <laughs> Sometimes oh, I get no. that little break. Uh-huh. And I take that time to scroll through Facebook and Instagram. Uh -huh. And I tell you, TikTok makes me forget that clock. <laughs> yeah, yes, sir. So, yeah. yeah. That on. one minute turns into 20, and then I realize I haven't heard the child, and I look up and I see they're still sitting there. And I say to myself, God, I thank God that nothing bad happened at that yeah, moment. Yeah, that's right. All that's right. right. All right. That's yeah. right, sir. Yeah. But you see, we're not alone. Yeah. Satan will plant seeds of doubt. Uh -huh. And in those moments of distraction, that brings him so much joy. Yes. Yeah. But we must always remember to bring it back. We must remember that we aren't in this by ourselves. Yes. So many have been lost, but we're still here. Still yes. stand. You still have the opportunity to make that choice in your life. Uh -huh. To make, to yeah. let yeah. Jesus carry that cross. Uh -huh. It doesn't mean you won't have problems, but you'll be able to look at your problems differently. All right. Doing it your own way gets tiring. There's this saying that I've heard growing up. Sin will always take you farther than you wanted to go. Keep you longer than you wanted to stay and cost you more than you intended to pay. So, during this season of Lent, give your life over to Christ. Wow. You don't have to come to him perfect. All right. Now is the time to tell God that you believe he is the one true God, that you believe that his son is Jesus, that Jesus died for us to set us free from sin. Yes, sir. Take those steps today in this wilderness only Jesus yeah. can help you out. In this pandemic, Jesus is the only one that can set you free.